Welcome to the NRV Business Spotlight on the WRAD Talk Network, giving you a closer look at the businesses and employers all across the New River Valley. The program is a service of New River Radio and Digital. Here's your host, New River Radio General Manager, Paul Johnson. Good morning and thank you very much for having the radio on. This is Business Spotlight. My name is Paul Johnson, Vice President General Manager, New River Radio Group on the WRAD Talk Network. We're talking this morning with Matt Fonseca. Matt is with uh, Comparian Insurance. We're going to learn a little bit today and uh, hopefully answer some of the questions you may have about insurance in general or specific questions as well. Matt, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Let's uh, talk about you, first of all, your background. How did you get to where you are now? Where are you from? Who are your people? Give me everything, Matt. Sure, absolutely. Um, so I grew up in this area, in the NRV. I graduated from Christiansburg High School, uh, left and went into sales. I decided, you know, college wasn't really the, the route for me. Okay. I, I didn't see, you know, getting in, you know, a lot of student loans and that right. sort of thing. Um, but, of course, always decided to continue to educate myself. Um, I eventually, uh, after a couple years in sales, went into the Marine Corps. Um, just a renewed interest in service and serving my community, um, you know, the community as a whole. Sure. For the, you know, the whole country. Right. Um, but uh, upon coming back, you know, was looking for another way to serve. And so the best way I found to serve was uh, maybe a bit too uh, due to an unfortunate incident was, uh, you know, my grandfather passed away. Okay. Um, and when he passed away in 2019, um, he unfortunately didn't have life insurance. Mm. Um, he had bought insurance policies, accidental death and dismemberment policies, okay. um, which, you know, had the, you know, and I, I can't speak to what happened there, but it, whether the, if the agent didn't educate properly or if my, my grandfather was a stubborn man, so maybe he just insisted right. that this was going to cover him. Um, I'm not sure. But either way, um, those policies didn't cover uh, what they needed to cover. And so, you know, my grandmother was left, you know, our whole family really uh, was left picking up the pieces and right. uh, financially from that. Um, and so that motivated me to to be an educator and to be and to serve my community in, in this way as an insurance agent. I, I think it's interesting to say that, that first and foremost, you're not a, a seller or an agent of insurance. You're kind of a protector of 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 people just that, you know based on what happened to your grandfather yeah that's definitely how i see it mm-hmm. um you know insurance and not just not just life insurance but even on the property side um you know the heart of an insurance policy of a property insurance policy is the liability piece you know the state doesn't care if you have 500 dollars deductibles or no deductibles or right no coverage on that part but the liability piece is to protect you and your assets um, financially. And so that's that's always how I see myself. Well, and again, I, I think that, you know, just using my own personal experience, I always kind of ask myself, do I have enough? Do I have too much? Uh, you know, am I protected? Will my loved ones be protected? And, and hopefully we'll be able to answer that for some people today, or at least how to figure that out, how to determine. So talk yeah. to me about Comparion Insurance. Yeah, so Comparion Insurance, I chose to partner with Comparion for a couple of reasons. One, I had spent some time um, with, uh, you know, a captive agency where we had one carrier. And I found that, you know, it really wasn't serving people the way I wanted to. Um, You know, going with a a single carrier, you only have one company to quote through. And so the your client is left with the responsibility to to compare insurances. And that's kind of where we get our Name. name. Our name is a conjunction of two things, companion and comparison. Okay. Um, so Comparion uh, was born. We originally started 
we were the Liberty Mutual agents uh, in you know all over the country. Okay. Um, you know, Liberty Mutual moved away from that model, and they decided to separate the local agents out from the organization of Liberty Mutual. So we're actually no longer a part of Liberty Mutual. Okay. So you don't have an emu in your office now? Uh, well, we do. We still have a lot of the vestiges of, of uh, yeah, we still have a lot of the vestiges of, of Liberty Mutual. We still service accounts from Liberty Mutual and that sort of thing, but we really focus on comparing insurances and being a part of the community right. uh, and serving in that way. So we have over 30 carriers. Um, and that's, you know, our local agency model has shifted to that. Um, and we found it a, just a better way to serve. You know, if you ask the average person, you know, name 10 insurance companies, they could probably do it. So how, what are the big differences between what Comparion offers compared to somebody else? Not maybe better or worse, but, but mm-hmm. that makes you yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of it is uh, because we were, before we were Comparion, we were the Liberty Mutual agents, mm-hmm. you know. Overnight, we became one of the largest agencies in the country, actually the largest agency in the country. And so that size allowed us to have a little bit more leverage with companies. We were able to establish relationships with more carriers um, in a very quick manner. And not just national carriers. Everyone's heard of State Farm. Everyone's heard of Geico. Everyone's heard of Liberty Mutual. But there's other companies that you haven't seen, uh, that you haven't heard of, because they don't advertise. Right. Um, local and regional carriers or, you know, the new model of doing things is all online. And so yeah. a lot of people aren't going to see that, you know, in a Super Bowl commercial. Uh, actually, seeing as we're coming off the Super Bowl, it's yeah. an interesting fact was this year was the lowest uh, ad spend year for insurance companies on traditional media is uh, right? at the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Hmm. Why do you think that is? Is it because it's becoming more of a one-to-one marketing, uh, digital internet marketing, that sort of thing? For or? sure, for sure. That, and then also, um, you know, people prefer to do business with people. Yeah. Um, and that has been a, a, a much better driver than say, and you know, ad spends. Also, you know, you're seeing. A, a shift in, you know, business appetites for carriers. I won't get into specifics because I don't want to represent those carriers. Of I'm not, course. I'm not them. Yep, but, yep, yep. Um, you know, carriers' appetites are shifting uh, and how much, you know, business they want in different states is shifting. And that's where someone like me, uh, a Comparion agent, uh, just a, a, a good agent in general, mm-hmm. is going to have their finger on the pulse of that and know what those ap- how those appetites are shifting in different markets. Right, right. This is Matt Fonseca with Comparion Insurance. We're talking about insurance. Let's talk about the basics, auto, home. Um, again, common mistakes that people make. You know, you yeah. talked about advertising with insurance, and it almost just becomes a commodity. Lowest price, lowest price, mm-hmm. lowest price. Um, but there's so much more people have to think about, correct? Oh, absolutely. Um, for one thing, you know, a lot of people I hear, and I hear this a lot, is... They say, well, I want full coverage. Well, what does full coverage really mean? Right. So full coverage in an ideal world would mean that you're fully protected. Um, but a lot of people, for what they have in their mind, really just means that they have you know, coverage for collision and comprehensive on their auto policy. Um, and to be honest with you, and, and also what they think is that the lower their deductible, the better their coverage. Sure. Um, but that can actually come back to bite people. Okay. Um, so having lower deductibles might mean that you might file a claim for something that's a lower cost. You know, a, a small dent that costs a few hundred dollars to replace might not be worth the actual um, addition to your premium in the long run right. of after filing a claim. Yep. Um, and so having a lower deductible doesn't necessarily protect you better. Um, it just means that you have to put up, come up with less out of pocket. Mm-hmm. What full coverage really should mean is... All of your assets 
that you're building, your your house, your retirement accounts, your um, you know cash assets, your income, those are all protected from litigation, from a lawsuit. Uh, if you were at fault for an accident, right. and that's the same, and same thing with you know homeowners insurance, that liability is really the core of any property insurance policy. Um, and you know, there's a whole category of, of policies called umbrella policies that are just liability that extend that coverage as you build your assets higher than that. So, so as you're sitting down with a client or uh, somebody talking about insurance, you really have to know deeper than just, well, what kind of car do you drive and what's the value? And I, I mean, it really is crucial that you know a lot more than that. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to really get to know your customer. You have to get to know their goals and their mindset. Um, get to know, you know, their situation holistically. Um, I work with a lot of mortgage brokers. I work with a lot of uh, financial planners. And, you know, really insurance is kind of a piece to those things, to the things that everybody has goals and aspirations to Mm -hmm. um, that that provides a foundation where those things can exist. And when a a loss or uh, an at-fault accident happens, those things that you're trying to build are protected. Right. Yeah. And it seems to me these days, and, and, you know, you're the expert, correct me if I'm wrong, is that in a simple accident, uh, it used to be, well, exchange insurance information and we'll find out who's at fault. And it's that person's insurance Mm -hmm. that has to cover the whole deal. And I'm not talking something catastrophic. I'm talking, you know, I mean, is it that way now or is it just my insurance covers me? Your insurance covers you. No, it's still it's still very much the same way. Um, the main thing is, you know, if somebody is at an at fault accident, they're going to, you know, if they're determined to be at fault, that's either going to be determined in the police report or, you know, by the insurance adjusters, um, you know, by those claims adjusters. Um, but basically, when someone's at fault, typically their insurance is going to pay out for that. And they're not just paying for the damage to the car, but they're also paying for any kind of medical expenses, anything like that. Sure. Um, you know, and that that can get really expensive. The way that it works in, you know, in the United States is when we have, you know, the damages that are done to one party, um, either to their property or to their person, that is weighed against the ability to pay for those damages uh, on the person who's at fault. And so the more assets you have, the more ability you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk isn't going to pay the same thing if he's in an accident <laughs> as, you know, uh, a college student that's on ramen noodles. Sure. So, uh, yeah, it's just a, a big difference there. And the way that that gets determined is, you know, the, the courts have their way of determining that. I'm not an expert on that. Right. But, um, you know, making sure that at least what you have is covered, that's the that's the name of the game. The other thing that, that occurred to me at one point during my life when my kids were getting of driving age, and I can't remember if it was my son or my daughter, one of them asked me, what do I do if I get into an accident? You know, I mean, yeah. so what would you tell somebody who's just handed their driver's license? You know, they're I know yeah. they're going into a very dangerous period of time. Yeah. Um, but but, you know, as an insurance agent, what would you tell them if even if it's just a fender bender? Yeah. You know, what do they do? Well, I mean, the, the first thing the first thing is make sure that you're OK. Right. And make sure that everyone else involved is OK. Um, I would also advise, you know, don't don't admit fault. When you're, you know, if you're on the scene, don't admit your fault because allow, you know, allow the police report, allow the, um, allow lawyers if the, if they get involved, allow the insurance adjusters to determine who's at fault. Don't right. So know. don't go up going, I am so sorry, I ran right through that stop. You know, exactly. Don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's something you definitely don't want to do, and that's not to say that you know you deny fault if you are at fault, but mm-hmm. uh, you know do the right thing, but also don't incriminate yourself. Right. Um, and then 
the second thing to that, obviously, if everyone's okay, make sure you exchange insurance information. Don't hit and run. Your insurance rates are going to go way through the roof. Yeah. Um, you know, and you, you know, potentially could face a lot of legal ramifications. Right. Um, and then also, um, just once you exchange insurance information, let your insurance company know. That doesn't necessarily mean filing a claim. Um, if if you were at fault, the other person's going to file that claim. Um, you know, obviously, they're going to your insurance company is going to reach out to you if right. you're if the other person files a claim on your insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, don't file two claims for one accident. Right. That's, that's the next thing is you know determine who's going to file that claim. Um, yeah, and then just uh, you know make sure that you're you have the right insurance beforehand. Yeah, I, I would think it would be a good idea for parents. Again, if you have kids that are just getting into driving age, just have a little checklist in the glove compartment of the car. You know, do this if if anything bad happens. That would be a good yeah. idea, wouldn't it? For sure. I mean, for because sure. I'm not sure if I would know. You know, it's been a long time since I've been in an accident, and obviously, making sure everybody's okay—that's kind of the first yeah. thing that any reasonable person would do. But then. What to do after that? It's good to remind people yeah. of that before the worst does happen. For sure, and you know, the, it could be a really good idea to staple that. To you know, if you have insurance cards in the glove box, yeah. keep a little checklist with that. Keep it stapled to the insurance card, or or something like that. You don't have to hand someone your insurance card; they can take a picture. Yeah, um, and you know, that's you know, you get you can keep that back. So laminate it if you have to. Right. Matt Fonseca is with Comparion Insurance. Let's move on from auto to home. Again, making sure you're fully covered. What does fully covered mean for somebody? Advice that you give prospective uh, uh, clients. Well, one thing I always want to take a look at is, you know, the type of property and what risks really are uh, present at the property, right? So Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that people forget is additional coverages that they think would be included. Uh, And the best example of that I can think of would be like water backup coverage. Right. So most homeowners policies cover, um, you know, obviously, you know, fire. That's really the main point, you know, total loss, you know, damage to the property, wind and storm, things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, most policies don't automatically cover a water backup situation, you know. So, and that's, you know, a point where you could potentially have water, raw sewage, coming back up through the pipes into the house that can get really expensive really fast and unless you have that endorsement on the policy you're not covered for it Um, and this is my worry matt with and again i know you don't want to call out anybody else and i don't mean to do that but if all you're doing is making a phone call to compare rates mm -hmm. is your agent making you aware of those things that you just talked about yeah that's a that's a super important point um and uh, yeah, I would never, I would never, you know, disparage or throw any other agent mm-hmm. under the bus. But right. uh, you know, I've seen a lot of policies out there that that don't have that coverage. And when I ask, you know, I ask a someone, you know, hey, it, just wanted to let you know your current policy doesn't have any water backup coverage. If water or sewer, or if water or sewage seeped back into the house, right. you'd want that covered, right? <laughs> Almost everyone says yes. Yes, yeah, exactly. So. And that happens, yeah. you know. I mean, the, the sewer backup, I've heard so mm-hmm. many stories of that happening. And again, good and bad people that either did or didn't have the coverage. Yeah, and, and again, you know, that's actually the most common claim filed on homeowner's insurance policies. Mm-hmm. So that is like the number one claim, and it's not covered by a basic policy. So. Right. 
Yeah, terrific. So uh, moving on then to what has always befuddled and confused me is life insurance. Uh, You know, I I always think of it in two ways. One is, you know, I have X number of dollars life insurance on me, so my wife is protected should something happen. Mm -hmm. But but life insurance is an investment as well. And and I don't want to make it sound too complicated, but you as an insurance uh, agent, uh, you're a financial advisor as well, correct? Well, no. I mean, uh, not, yeah. not in an official capacity. Right. Um, to a certain extent, yeah. So we, we have products that are financially oriented to be more than just life insurance. They are, uh, you know, we have things like annuities fall under the life insurance category. Things like, um, you know, variable, you know, variable universal life or indexed universal life. Those are um, policies that can do more than just, you know, your money isn't just going to a policy and you're never going to see it again. Um, your money is going into something that builds value. Right. Um, so those are options. Um, I don't necessarily advise them for everybody. And, okay. and most of the financial advisors I work with say the same thing. Um, they can be a great tool for the right situation, but in most situations um, are, you know, most situations I typically wouldn't advise that. For most people, the best option really comes down to term life insurance. Uh, term life is gives you a, incredibly low cost for the amount of coverage you can get. Um, you know, I've seen uh, a, a quote I just did uh, a few days ago, a million dollars worth of life insurance for about $30 a month. You know, there's just a huge gap. And, and that was a, an exceptional quote, but all the same, you know, it doesn't cost a lot of money to get a great term policy that covers all the temporary needs that you need to, to make sure that your family's protected against in the event that you die. Right. Um, Versus, you know, a whole life policy, anything whole life or permanent life insurance is for a permanent need. Things like final expenses, um, things like, uh, and and this is where, and I I don't like to I don't like to bash Dave Ramsey, but uh, <laughs> this is where Dave Ramsey get he kind of under, misunderstands a uh, whole life a little bit. Okay, um, whole life is for meant for permanent needs, and if you're doing all the right things, you really don't need a policy to cover final expenses. Your assets are going to cover that. But most people, that might not necessarily be realistic. Um, And so a whole life policy is going to cover that portion. But the next part where it can be more of an investment is for estate planning. A whole life policy is going to take whatever money that you're putting into that policy and increasing it when it passes to the next generation. So products like an estate maximizer, an IUL, an indexed universal life, or or even a VUL can be a great tool for that. where your money is going to sit and grow. Um, and then it's also going to increase as it passes to the next generation. Right. That's, that also avoids probate court as well. Okay. So in the instance of somebody like your grandfather, the story you shared right at the beginning, I mean, is it, you know, if I were to talk to my parents, they'd probably say, oh, we've had the same insurance guy for years and, and he knows what we have and what we need. It's probably never too late to say, look, let's take a step back and just yeah. make sure that you're properly covered. Yeah, for sure. And, and it, what drives me is to serve and educate people. Because the thing is, you might be doing all the right things mm-hmm. with insurance. So if somebody comes to me and they're doing all the right things and I don't have anything that's going to better that, I'm not going to recommend anything else. Right. You know, the benef- what I seek to do is to make is to put people at ease and to to reduce people's anxieties about all of the risks associated in their life. Um, in the case of my grandfather, 
what I would re- probably have recommended, right, is first of all, to look at, at what insurance he has, right? If we had been able to look at those and see, I would have been able to see, right. hey, these are accidental death and dismemberment policies. These aren't life, this isn't life insurance. This isn't going to protect you. Um, you know, as you get up there in age, you know, the chances of you dying in an accident are pretty low compared mm-hmm. to natural causes. Right. Normally when people get older, term life gets pretty expensive. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily recommend term life in that situation. I would probably be looking more at a whole life policy, but a whole life policy that at least the money you're putting in there is something you may be able to borrow against, like in the case of an IUL or a VUL, um, or um, that it's going to take whatever money you're putting in and uh, essentially doubling it like an estate maximizer plan that's right. going to you know make the most of what money and assets you do have to better protect your family. Yeah. And I don't know, again, using personal experience, by the way, we're talking with Matt Fonseca, who's with Comparion Insurance. Uh, about a year ago, my father passed away. And um, what was really interesting to me, I have no idea, you know, insurance policies or anything like that. My mom is still alive, so obviously she was the beneficiary of anything. But what struck me was the estate planning that they had done together, where when he died, a plan went into motion. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was through his insurance or through a bank or, but aside from the things that only a wife could do, death certificates and things like that, all, all, she didn't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Things just went into motion. Is that something through an insurance company? Uh, so there's a lot of different ways to do that. Insurance is really the first piece of that, I would say. You know, mm-hmm. anything that you're putting into an insurance policy passes without probate to the beneficiary directly. Um, so you're not – that's also not taxed. And that's another benefit to, you know, avoiding things like the estate tax or avoiding things like, um, you know, if, let's say you know, you, if you inherit a 401K, for instance. Right. You know, if you inherit a 401K fund – if you sell off any of that fund within the first two years, you know, you may be liable for capital gains tax. Mm. Um, same thing with houses, same things with anything. So um, a good estate planning attorney is probably the best way to go. But, you know, an insurance agent is, a, is an important piece of that as right. well. So. And I'm, I'm not talking about the estate portion of it. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about who contacts the funeral home, who yeah. does this, who, do, who contacts the cemetery, everything like that. I mean, it was just, it was a plan. Mm-hmm. And I guess that, is that living will? Is that... I, yeah, that would, that would probably fall more under living will than, mm-hmm. than necessarily the life insurance plan. The scope of a life insurance plan is, is a lot more limited to... This is this is the benefit. This is who that benefit's getting right. paid out to. But it, but it's one of those arms of because when I think of life insurance, I you know the first thing that pops into my head is the protection of those who are left behind. Uh, you know, definitely. Um, and this is part of that as well. Definitely, yeah. And and the main thing, you know, a lot of who I talk to are young couples, young couples who have had, you know, maybe they've had their first kid, maybe it's their second, and they're really trying to put something in place. The main thing you really want to think about there is those temporary needs, like. Um, you know, paying off your house, uh, making sure your kids' college funds are funded. Right. Or you don't necessarily even have to pay off the house with a life insurance benefit. You may be able to just use that as income replacement. So okay. how many years of income do you need to replace to make sure that everything's smoothed over for, right. for your family? And that's, that's really how we would sit, look at determining the amount. 
yeah. life insurance someone needs. Right. And again, the earlier, the better, I would assume, on Definitely. a lot of those well, cases. Well, the younger you are, the younger life insurance will never be less expensive for you than it is right now. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Tomorrow, it yeah. goes up it a little could, bit. Yes. Believe me, I've yeah. learned that the hard way. This is Matt Fonseca with Comparion Insurance, uh, again, talking about all the different insurance needs. You know, the philosophy of you personally and your business, which I, I think is terrific, and that is be a consultant, not a mm-hmm. seller of policies, correct? For sure, For sure yeah. Um, ultimately, it's it's my client that's in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the ones making the decision. I'm there to make sure that they're as educated as they can be to make that decision and that they can feel confident in the decisions they make. Right. So how do you reach out to people? How do you reach out to potential you know, policy holders to let them know that you're different? You can offer some things that, that maybe they're over-the-phone people uh, can't or won't or aren't able. How do you let them know that? How do you let people know that? Because uh, it sounds like you are a little different. Yeah. I mean, a lot of what I do, obviously, like this right here, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on, here on the, on the radio, uh, <laughs> you know, and getting out in front of people, talking to people. Um, I find that, you know, a face-to-face connection is a lot better. So you'll, you'll see me out in town talking to people all the time, you know, just making a connection, not necessarily trying to sell anything, right? but making a genuine connection with people. And then also um, referrals are a big part of, of how I do things. I like to do business with other people who are in this, in this space. Sure. Um, and so we, you know, we, share clients for the best to, you know, to try and do what's best for our clients. Right. Um, and that's a, that's a big part of it. Um, also of course, you know, I, you know, I'll make calls as people send in lead information. You know, I always, you know, call out Uh, people can reach me on Facebook. I've had a lot of people reach out to me over Facebook as I, I get tagged and, posts on the, you know, everything Christiansburg group pages, yeah. asking, you know, for insurance advice, things like that. I right. Tagged, so people will reach out to me a lot. It's not too much to expect or hope that you have a relationship with an insurance agent yeah. and not just a transactional, you know, every quarter we write the check, uh, you know, that's mm-hmm. not too much to ask, is it? No, not at all. And, and again, you know, people do business with people. Yeah. You know, people don't do business with uh, with you know these transactional ways of doing things. It's it's not a, a great business model. So I, I like to be that relational right. consultant. Yeah, and sometimes it is hard for people to see that to understand that. You know, we're in the same way here at the radio station as people perceive us as somebody trying to sell them advertisement. And really, the mantra of the business is we're here to help businesses grow. And there's a big difference. And if that truly is the philosophy of the business, uh, then then I'm okay with that, you know? Yeah, I'm okay with that on my end as well. I mean, when it comes to, if someone gets a quote from me and, you know, I compare all the the 30 carriers that I have to to find, you know, the best rate and I can't beat what they've got and they've got the right coverages in place, you know, at least they walk away knowing they've got got the best thing for them already. Right. Um, And, you know, or maybe they walk away thinking, you know, you know, my rates may not have been competitive, but you know, there's the change that you pointed out. And now I'm going to make that change with my current carrier and they'll be better protected for it. Matt Fonseca from Comparion Insurance. Anything we haven't talked about, Matt, that uh, you wanted to, or have we left anything out important to know about you or the business? You know, I, I think we've covered almost everything, but you know, if anybody walks away hearing that walks away from hearing this, um, I, as long as they know that I'm here to serve. Yes, yeah. that's, that's it. Exactly. I, you know, I mean, Insurance can be confusing. Uh, You know, again, knowing if you have the right coverage, knowing if you have enough, knowing what your options are. uh, Don't be afraid to ask the right questions of your agent. I mean, that's how you know. 
Matt Fonseca, Comparion Insurance. How do we get in touch with you, Matt? Uh, well, you can find me on Facebook, Matt Fonseca, local Comparion agent. That's my page. Uh, you can find me there. Um, also, you know, you can reach out Matt Fonseca at Comparioninsurance.com is my email. Feel free to send me an email. Um, and, uh, you know, I hope to be in touch soon. Terrific. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you. Very thank enlightening conversation. Uh, I learned a lot, uh, and I, I do appreciate that. Yeah, thank you for having me. You betcha. Matt Fonseca from Comparion Insurance. This is Business Spotlight on WRAD and the WRAD Talk Network. Thank you so much for listening.